Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Well, that's funny, considering that Friday is my 12-year, I don't know if I want to call it an anniversary. It's 12 years since I signed up for Twitter. It's funny that they called an ex-anniversary now. These automatic messages are generated, and they ask you to create a post to honor your anniversary. But it's called your ex-anniversary, except it wasn't 12 years ago joining X, it was joining Twitter. And I don't know, I might get roped into the copyright infringement lawsuit if I keep calling it that, so I'm not going to. I'm going to stick with Twitter. Baby animals, that's my number one reason for being on social media. Number two is funny stuff, right? So funny games, oh my gosh, funny memes, funny gifts. I just call them games, Jay. (laughs) It's a new, it's a new breed. It's just a combo. It's like a celebrity marriage. They're funny games. <laughs> and I do love some of the poignant photos. You know me, I love to take photos. I really enjoy a photo that captures a moment. And like the old cliche, a picture tells a thousand words or picture uh, can, can, can share a thousand words. We get great stats, too, on Twitter from some of the great accounts out there, like NFL Research is a great account, Uh, videos. So that type of stuff I do enjoy. And then I appreciate the connection that we have with our listeners this way, for the most part, for the most part. I think I've blocked and muted all of the trolls by now, honestly. Animals. No, animals is why we like social media, Aaron Rodgers. Get it right. Get it right. Uh, Thanks for those of you who are sending your tweets, A-Law Radio, and your Facebook messages. We get them all the time. I know you're listening, and football season ratchets up the participation. You don't get participation trophies, though. We we don't give you that. (gasps) Although, here's something that I should tell you. In the future... As part of this football season, Jay doesn't even know this yet because I haven't had a chance to tell him. We have got some really cool new elements and new contests with a twist, but contests that aren't just about you winning. They're about you making a difference in your community. I can't say more than that. Only that there is a collaboration 
now in the works with a corporate partner who has altruistic goals and plans and purposes. So it's more than just about making money. It's more than just about the bottom line. And we will prove that with some of the new features and elements that are designed to involve you, football fans, and also people who eat. <laughs> Does that narrow it down? Your football fans. That's right. Thank you, Mac Jones. Your football fans and you love food. For that reason, this is designed for you, designed with you in mind. I know we share that. We don't always share everything. In fact, there are ways that we're very different, and that's okay with me. If we all thought the same, talked the same, acted the same, reacted the same, the world would be boring. Be boring ass. That doesn't even make sense. It would be boring. I try to be hardcore, and I just I sound like an idiot. <laughs> I like boring ass. <laughs> at least Jay thinks I'm funny. <laughs> but most of the time he's laughing at me, yeah, to be perfectly honest. Ass, you know, whatever. It's your boring ass. <laughs> your boring ass doing here. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> anyway, back to, I'm sure the corporate sponsor appreciated that. It's not a boring ass. Uh, Our corporate sponsor uh, had a conference call to try to generate some ideas. We were brainstorming, and we came up with some real good ones, ways that, again, not only get you involved and give you a chance to compete, but give you a chance to do some good. To spread the love, if you will. Super awesome. Super awesome, as in super awesome. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. If you're already awake on your Friday, yes. Yes, you made it. And we made it into first weekend of October, week five in the NFL, week six in college football. Not sure if you've ever watched the Red River rivalry. I know it's different now because Texas and Oklahoma are about to bolt to the SEC. It maybe doesn't have the same feel except... You get to the game at the the Texas State Fairgrounds uh, in the Cotton Bowl. If you've never been or even watched it on TV, it is worth your investment. It's an atmosphere unlike any other that I've ever attended in person. Never seen anything like it. Never heard anything like it. It was a a pretty unique and electric atmosphere. Uh, In the game that I went to, going back now, Gosh, Chris Sims, this is early in my career. Chris Sims was the Texas quarterback. Roy Williams was the, she was the safety, I think, for the for Oklahoma. Uh, let's see, who else? Who else was in that game? Well, Mac Jones was the, not Mac Jones, Mac, oh my gosh, Mac Brown, sorry. Mac Brown was the head coach of the Texas Longhorns. Bob Stoops was the head coach of the Oklahoma Sooners. And I was in the end zone. Well, not like in the end zone, but just beyond the end zone, watching what was an OU comeback. Some classic moments. Big turnover by Chris Sims. Oh, there's a surprise. Uh, Anyway, half of the Cotton Bowl is in crimson and cream, and the other half is in burnt orange. 
It is amazing. Aren't very many atmospheres where the stadium is split down the middle like that. And you can actually see where the crimson ends and the burnt orange begins. And it is such a sweet rivalry. I know many of you have other classic rivalries that you don't miss, like maybe the Iron Bowl. I, I could go on and on. Um, but the game, Whether game is at uh, the Horseshoe or the Big House, uh, Michigan-Ohio State weekend, this OU in Texas is one of those. And for now, they're still in the Big 12. We'll see whether or not it retains its same juice and sex appeal when they're in the SEC. But certainly this is the attempt of the SEC to expand now. Even before they include those two schools, they want to start to stake their claim and put down tent stakes, if you will, uh, in in tent pegs, tent pegs, if you will, in the Dallas area. So I'm looking forward to that coming up. Uh, This weekend, it's actually an 11 a.m. start time in Dallas, which is, it's tough. It's early. I remember, like I said, I went. uh, The mass exodus, well, it's not really an exodus. The trek from Oklahoma City to Dallas begins on Friday. And I remember my boyfriend at the time and I, we drove down. It's not really a caravan, but so many Sooners fans are driving south and they all have flags on their vehicles. You feel like you're in a caravan of people streaming out of Oklahoma and heading because you're using, I think it's I-35. You're using the same highway and you're you're passing people or people are passing you who are going the same place. And it's really, it's actually, again, a unique experience. Steady stream. Flags on the cars, identified as Oklahoma fans, as OU fans, so everybody knows where you're going, and you kind of honk and wave, and it's it's just, it's crazy. Even on the highway, on the journey on the way down, it's kind of fun. Uh, so I know those are some of the traditions in college football that we all appreciate. It is definitely a lifeblood in many places, and that includes Norman, Oklahoma, and it includes Austin, Texas, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about the game. And then there's baseball, four baseball games coming up on Saturday. So all four division series will start uh, with their openers on Saturday. It's a little weird, okay? A little different the way baseball is doing it. I don't love the three-game wildcard format, but this is what we got. The first game, the Rangers are just, they're stuck in that early window. And maybe they like it. Maybe they're okay with it, considering the way they played against the Tampa Bay Rays in their first two games that were early on Tuesday, Wednesday. Was it Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, Now they're starting in Baltimore at Camden Yards. So the Orioles hosting the opener with the Rangers at 1 o'clock Eastern time. So 1 o'clock Baltimore time on Saturday. Uh, So you could start with football, college football, and then kind of go back and forth between baseball and college football. That's followed by... The Twins, who have finally won a playoff series for the first time in 21 years, at the Astros, who won one, well, they just won one last fall, right, with the World Series being their last one. Get this. This is so, I don't know how I feel about this, Jay. It's it's just so goofy. It's one of those storylines in sports from the category of you can't make this stuff up. Justin Verlander is starting the opener for the Astros. This time last year, Justin Verlander was about to win a Cy Young for his incredible season with the Astros. 
so much talk about where he would go and where he would land, and he wasn't going to stay with Houston, probably. I mean, they did offer him a contract, but it wasn't the massive deal that the Mets did, or it didn't live up to that. He goes to New York. I wouldn't say it's a total disaster, but he was injured to start the season. It, it it never was a good fit, and that's partly because of the Mets. It's not all on Justin. He ends up back with the Astros, and a year later, he's the opener. He's the starter for their first playoff game as they defend their World Series title. Isn't that the – it's just weird. Full circle. I mean, he's, he was signed to be the game one starter for the New York Mets in the postseason, right? I mean, that's a, he's doing exactly where he's where he's supposed to be. He's just not on the team he's supposed to be doing it for. It's it's bizarre. It's just much ado about nothing. This time last year, and I, and I actually don't remember, was he the starter for their first playoff game last year? Was there for he, Houston? Yeah, for, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, right. I don't remember. I don't remember to be. To be perfectly honest, you'd have to tell me if he wasn't. But I think, we're guessing, he was game one or game two. Yeah, he was tremendous last season. Yeah, he was there. Right, because he won the Cy Young. He goes through this whole offseason rigmarole. It's much ado about nothing. He ends up back with Houston. He's starting game one again. It's just weird. I know. And he'll be there next year, too, because he signed a two-year deal with the Mets. So it's it's oh honestly, gosh. yeah. It's just odd. So Verlander is the starter for the Astros as the World Series champs host the Twins. Then the series that most of you right now are saying is the one that's got you flashing the jazz hands, the Phillies at the Braves, a rematch of last year's division series when Philadelphia won the opener in Atlanta. And they never went back to Truist Park because the Phillies closed out that series on their own field and the Braves were done. Two completely different teams. The Braves are a better team, but so are the Phillies. Ooh, this is a battle of the Titans from the NL East. But I suppose if you're the Braves and you get a hot start and you get those fans going there at your own stadium, maybe you remind the Phillies, uh, so how many games did we beat you by in the division race? And then you've got another division battle as well. The Diamondbacks into the playoffs for the first time since 17. And the last time they were in the playoffs prior to this year, they were swept by the Dodgers. So they will take on the big bads, Clayton Kershaw. I mean, it's like it's like throwback day, right? It's hashtag TBT. Clayton Kershaw and Justin Verlander are opening, well, game one starters, the opening starters. Just old. It's really, it's it's awesome, but it's also some weird kind of deja vu. Like, we're in the twilight zone. I love Clayton Kershaw. He's one of my favorite pitchers in the majors now, and I'll be thrilled for him if he has another strong postseason. So that's the four-game set. Quadruple header in order. I think the poll is just about ending, but we did ask you which division series are you most geeked up about. We've got our poll up for after hours game of the week. Why don't we look at it through the eyes of the defense? Because defense wins championships. So take our poll on Twitter, after hours CBS, or my Twitter, A Law Radio, our Facebook page too. Uh, thanks so much for all of your reactions, your comments, your interactions, your connections. It's okay. It's not as cool as baby animals, but it is a reason that I keep my social media accounts. Also, this is amazing. Uh, I'm assuming he's not a Jedi Master because why would a Jedi Master use social media? But he goes by Jedi Master on Twitter and he just sent me a gif of this teeny tiny 
turtle who's flapping its arms, wings, paws. What do you call them? A turtle's hands? I don't know. Arms, I suppose. Arms. Feelers. Feet. No, feelers. What is it? Insect? <laughs> anyway, it's a baby turtle and he's flapping his arms. I, I would say arms in honor of my Twitter anniversary because he's listening and he knows that I love animals. Baby animals. animals. No, not. Stop trying to ruin it, Aaron Rodgers. Can't you just go back to California? I'm not a dumb jock. <laughs> so you like baby animals too? <laughs> it's fine. It's totally fine. Vote for the after hours game of the week. It does totally not fun. it does not include Aaron Rodgers. And actually, there's no Travis Kelsey in this week's game of the week poll. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <laughs> it's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Defense wins championships. Defense wins championships. I wanted this so bad. I dreamed this, man. I don't know who the tackle is and I'm going against, but I'm, I'm going to kill him. No. No. I check all the boxes. Late rush. He throws it down. Field intercepted at the 30. 25-20. Minka Fitzpatrick goes into the end zone. Defense. 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 That's dangerous. feel like I don't want to talk over this music. So dang good. It'll wake you up, get your juices flowing on a Friday morning. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. And yes, defense, defense, it wins championships. We know right now, running away with the vote in the After Hours Game of the Week poll, it's Dallas It's San Francisco, and oh yeah, there are some impressive defenders on both sides of the ball. Micah Parsons, he's spearheading a Dallas defense that has the challenge of limiting Christian McCaffrey, who had four touchdowns last week, and Brock Purdy, who missed on one of his pass attempts. He was 20 of 21 last week with two touchdowns of his own. So yeah, Micah Parsons, have at it. I don't think uh, he's played perfect, but I play. I think he's played really good, and I think there's opportunities there. Um, people just haven't capitalized on, and um, 
you know, he's been really terrific through, you know, past two years. And um, he's definitely solidified himself as one of them guys you have to watch one of the top 15 quarterbacks and things like that. He's a game changer of a player. And so um, that's that's with every team that we go against, you know, who are the guys that can change a game in one play, one snap. So um, always, just ha- always having my antenna up um, where he's at, where he's lined up. Um, you know, it was the same thing in the playoff game last year. Um, it'll be the same thing this Sunday. Um, but they also have really good, you know, players everywhere else too. So it's just being in tune and, and on point um, every snap before I snap the ball. Right now the Niners are tied for third in the NFL in points against, meaning they're a top five defense. They only allow 14 and a half points per game. But get this, they're also third in points for, meaning the offense is third in the NFL in points scored. So they're scoring over 31 points per game right now. Wowzers. It's early on, but the Niners are locked in. If they could just stick with the one quarterback. Brock Purdy talking about Micah Parsons and how you always have to know where he is. And yeah, I think when it comes to defense, the Niners, they can support their own superstars. Nick Bosa. See a familiar face on the other sideline in Trey Lance. And oh, wait a minute. Is he the secret weapon for Dallas? We have an idea of what they're going to do. Um, and they have Trey, so I'm sure they have an idea. How much do you think Trey um, Sorry. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think the NFL is a copycat league and everybody knows pretty much everything. Um, <laughs> but obviously, game plan stuff, they won't know and we won't know. So it'll, it'll be some surprises. I'm doing everything I can to help, but at the same time, you know, these, these guys have done a lot of prep on the Niners uh, with those big games the last two years, uh, so they know a lot about the offense. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm here now, so I'm doing everything I can to try to help. It's not the Niners, but it's the Dallas Cowboys who are allowing the fewest points per game. Ten. Ten points per game allowed by the Cowboys. And, yes, they do have Trey Lance, and he's doing what he can to help, but who knows if that actually gives the Cowboys an edge over his former team, the San Francisco 49ers. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, in that same division, the Los Angeles Rams, they're kind of in rebuild mode, but they still have Aaron Donald. And here's a stiff test against the Philadelphia Eagles, the other undefeated team still standing in Week (laughs) 5. play good together um, in the run game. They do good to um, get you out your gap, and they got a good back that can make all the right moves and, um, and gas you in a big way. And in the past game, they're pretty, pretty solid. Um, they don't lose a lot, so um, just trying to break them down and, and trying to find some weaknesses that you can, you know, kind of try to take advantage of and, and try to be successful. So they just they got a good group. It's one of our options for after hours game of the week in our poll. And it is the Rams hosting the Eagles at SoFi Stadium. Give now- it up for Aaron Donald. <laughs> what a stud. Everything. <laughs> Thank you, Sean McVay. Yeah, there's still a few guys there that obviously were part of their World World Series. Part of their Super Bowl run. It's going to happen all of October. Uh, part of their Super Bowl run, even as they incorporate a bunch of new guys like, oh, Puka Nakua. We may see Cooper Cup as well this weekend, which will be a lot of fun. (laughs) Are the Eagles ripe for their first loss? That's a major question in week number five. All right. We're talking about defenses that 
lead, right? Defenses that set a tone. Dallas, San Francisco, Philadelphia for sure. Well, how about the Buffalo Bills? They shut down the Miami Dolphins in many ways, limiting their options last week. And this is without Vaughn Miller. They got a lot of bodies and a lot of traffic around Tua Tango Valoa. Now Vaughn is eligible to play in London against the Jaguars. And he was asked about having to sit out another month. I wouldn't say that it was difficult. Would I rather not have been hurt? Yes, you know, but I just think, you know, underneath, like with my circumstances and, you know, being in the league 13 years, like being in a great facility like this, I mean, it, it was, it's kind of hard to walk around depressed. You know, I got two boys. I got, I got two beautiful boys. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's really, no matter what's going on with me, like, it's really hard to walk around like depressed and feeling feeling sorry for myself. But I would rather be here. I would rather have my my football pads on. I would rather be. Um, I would rather lead with my pads on and from the sidelines and in the film room. So I, I am happy to be back. I'm happy to be around my teammates. I love Vaughn Miller. The NFL is better with Vaughn active. He's a character. He's a dad, obviously. He's so much more than a football player. And I do hope that we see him on the field in London. Because I don't know, London, if you've ever seen anything like Vaughn Miller. Bill's Mafia. What's good? (laughs) We haven't seen enough of him with Buffalo. And I'm sure Bill's Mafia feels the same way about that. All right. So you've got Jaguars, Bills in London. Also a game of the week candidate. We talked about Raven Steelers earlier on. We did not put in Chiefs. And Vikings, but we know that the Chiefs have not played their best football. The Vikings just grabbed their first win last week, and here comes Patrick Mahomes. And man, it's a challenge to take on the reigning league MVP, according to Daniil Hunter. I'm excited. You know, um, it's a good team, good quarterback. It's always good to go up against somebody that's viewed to be one of the team, one of the league's MVPs. So it's a challenge that we're all excited about. Harrison was telling us earlier some comps to, you know, Aaron Rodgers, you know, Green Bay and being able to just make so much stuff happen. Would you, would you agree with Harrison's assessment? Oh, definitely. You know, he's he's been in situations. You know, he's been in the Super Bowl. He's been in big games. We've all seen how he's able to be clutch and all that stuff. So it's a good challenge for us. All right. Do we have to bring Aaron Rodgers into the conversation? <laughs> Poor Patrick Mahomes can't stand on his own two feet. And actually, according to Pat, he's not playing his best football right now. He's made some poor decisions. He's responsible for turnovers. He's even said, I'm the reason why the team has been in some precarious situations. And he was referring to that game against the Jets last week in which he felt like he really uh, lost a couple of throws. And that's why the Jets were able to climb out of a 17-0 hole and tie that game in the fourth quarter. Chiefs and Vikings. I wonder how many people will be duped into taking Kansas City in the... Because it feels lopsided on paper. In your survivor pool, would you take Kansas City, Jay? Are you still alive? I'm alive, yeah. Wow, I'm rooting for you. I am all in for producer Jay. I would not. I have taken Kansas City already. I wouldn't take them this week, though. (laughs) The Vikings get a win, but they're still not on top of the NFC North like they were last year. No, instead, that's the Detroit Lions. And Aiden Hutchinson, he's changed that defense. I check all the boxes. He does. He is a motor. The man never seems to take a a play or a snap off. And he just comes at you. It reminds me a lot of the Bosa's. Anyway, how does he do it? How does he go 150 miles per hour right off the top and not tire out throughout the game? Besides the obvious that he's, what, 23, 24 years old? Sometimes you're out there and you know it's, you're in play 70 and you're like, damn, 
I got 16 more games after this. So sometimes I question myself in those moments, but um, I, I just got to stay in the present moment, and that's that's what kind of gets me out of that. You can't think about week 17 and week two when, you know, because every game is so important, and you just got to, you know, when it's recovery time, it's recovery time. When it's game time, you know, you got to go. Just turned 23 years old. One of the great, the great defensive draft picks or one of the great draft picks for the Lions in, I'd say, 30 years. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Lions this week can move to four and one. Seriously, say that out loud. The Lions can move to four and one. I feel wind underneath my freaking wings, man. They host the Carolina Panthers. Ooh, that'd be a rough one. If the Panthers get their first win against the Lions in Detroit, I think a lot of air would come out of the hype train. Speaking of Survivor, that's where I was leaning towards going. Oh, I like it. I like it, actually. I'm with you. (laughs) Cam Jordan and the New Orleans Saints, they are desperate for a victory on the road in New England. Another team that's also desperate for a victory and Jordan the Saints want to get back to where they were when they started the season with a couple of wins can they do it on the road in New England everything's at a premium um, and we we want to win each of these games I mean that's the whole point of us doing this work if, if Colin feels like you know we, we lack some gap integrity I know this week everything has been sound uh, in terms of interior to exterior the, on the D-line um, I think front seven has made it a focus to communicate, open things up, and, fo- and really hone in on shutting down uh, this run. Um, I think, you know, if we can make a team one-dimensional, then we can take advantage of a couple different things that we see on tape. Yeah, I think right now that's kind of the goal against the Patriots. Shut down the run and force Mac Jones to beat you with his arm. We'll do some QB news coming up later on, but... Mac is starting this game. He got benched last week for Bailey Zappi, but he is starting this week at home. I wonder if he'll get the cheers and the support of Patriots fans at Gillette Stadium. Takes a village. Mm, the Titans and the Colts, both two and two, they will face off this weekend. And Kevin Byard it, it not only could have the challenge of leading the defense against Anthony Richardson, against some of the weapons that he's got around him, but could they be adding Jonathan Taylor into the mix? It's obviously a different quarterback. Uh, you don't really see, we haven't really seen a quarterback like this. I mean, Josh Allen in a way with a strong arm who can run, break tackles and extend plays. I would kind of put him in that type of realm. Whoa. But as far as in our division, as far as the Indianapolis coach, it's a different quarterback. Uh, and they obviously have big body receivers and things like that. But if you add Jonathan Taylor into that mix, uh, that's a dangerous run game. He's an elite three-down running back. We all know what he can do. So, uh, I mean, we'll see, you know, what the practice for him is going to look like this week. But we're, I'm expecting to play. And, um, you know, I expect our guys to stop the run just like we always have. Well, that's some high praise for the rookie, Anthony Richardson, a big physical back like Josh Allen, who can beat you with his arm and can take off and run. Wow. I'm is that the first time Anthony Richards has been compared to Josh Allen? If so, I would cut that audio up and play it over and over. I'd have it saved as a file on my phone. We had one game on Thursday night that featured a team with strong defense, and it wasn't the Commanders, weirdly enough. The Chicago Bears play inspired on defense with five sacks of Sam Howell, double what they had in the previous four games combined, and also couple of takeaways and they did find out right before the game kicked off that Hall of Famer longtime bear monster of the midway Dick Butkus had passed away my condolences to uh, the Butkus family uh, my, my deepest sympathies to them 
Um, I had a, a, a several chances to visit with uh, Dick during the time uh, that I've been here, and it's always great talking to him, you know, because he's one of my idols uh, growing up, uh, being a linebacker, and uh, we had some good talks about reading keys and, and a, lot, a lot of different things. But, uh, uh, again, my, my condolences uh, to the family. Matt Eberflus, head coach of the Chicago Bears, reflecting on Dick Butkus and uh, his interactions with the Hall of Famer. Going back to 1979, so he was uh, roundly considered one of the best players the NFL has ever seen on defense, but a completely different era. So at 80 years old, he passed away peacefully in his home on Thursday, according to his family, and lots of tributes now coming from not just all the corners of the NFL, but specifically the Bears and members of the Bears who understand what he meant to that franchise. Defense does, in fact, win championships. You run the ball, you stop the run. That's a pretty good place to start in the NFL. What is the game of the week? You can take our poll on Twitter, After Hours CBS, on our Facebook page, too. I've tried to convince you, don't just blindly pick Cowboys and Niners. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Don't be a sheep. Be a hippo, because I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. A big reason I'm here, i got to mention, is Nathaniel Hackett, who's here. Hack and I became really close friends for three, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, three years in, in Green Bay. And I love him like a brother, and I believe in him, and I'm uh, really happy to be back working with him again. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. No surprise, 
when Aaron Rodgers was introduced as the future Hall of Fame quarterback who would lead the Jets out of the dumpers into the penthouse, from the dumpers to the penthouse, he credited Nathaniel Hackett, who's the offensive coordinator in New York under Robert Sala, and that relationship that they formed in Green Bay for years as one of the reasons why he wanted to play for the Jets. I think it's not beyond the realm of possibility that Robert Sala hired Nathaniel Hackett and the Jets hired Nathaniel Hackett in large part to try to attract Aaron Rodgers as the relationship between the Packers and Rodgers was coming apart and there was a ton of of chatter around Rodgers leaving. Again, third consecutive offseason that we got that. Remember, Nathaniel Hackett got hired in Denver last year as the head coach and you can believe what you want. I will forever believe that one of the reasons why the Broncos hired him is because they were hoping to get him as their, or I'm sorry, to get Rodgers as their quarterback and that that relationship would lure Rodgers and he would tell Green Bay, yeah, I want to go play in Denver. Obviously didn't work. And Nathaniel Hackett, I don't know if he'll be a head coach again in the NFL. I would say a few more years, maybe a couple successful years, in New York or somewhere else as a coordinator. And yeah, he might get another chance to to lead a team. But it went horribly wrong. It wasn't all on him. But he wasn't ready. He was not ready to be an NFL head coach. I'll say the same thing about Steve Wilkes when he was in Arizona. Not ready to be an NFL head coach. And so then Hackett obviously gets fired. The whole situation with Russell Wilson last year, how bad it was for the Broncos, I think it was more devastating because there was so much hope, right? It it would have been different if they'd still had, say, Drew Lockett, quarterback, sorry, Drew. If they didn't have a future Hall of Famer in Russell Wilson, maybe. We'll say borderline. But if they didn't have him and paid him all that money and all the energy and the excitement in the preseason, well, then maybe it's not quite as painful a fall. But the bigger they are, the harder they fall. And so Nathaniel Hackett paid the price. And in a story in USA Today in July, Sean Payton was quoted, of course, new head coach Sean Payton in Denver. He was saying Hackett's time with the Broncos, quote, might have been one of the worst coaching jobs in the history of the NFL. Well, lo and behold, Jets and Broncos play each other in week four. There's not a whole lot of luster left to it, in my opinion, because Aaron Rodgers is not the one who's going out there implementing Nathaniel Hackett's offensive game plan. Keep uh, my coach's names out of his mouth. Yeah, Rodgers made a couple of salty comments. He stumped for Hackett. I believe that the Jets would love to go into Denver and give the Broncos a piece of their mind. Or more appropriately, give Sean Payton a piece of their mind. But honestly, is this not one of the most asinine, ludicrous feuds that have ever been contrived in pro sports? Come on. This is... I think Sean Payton's way out of line. I don't... To me, it crosses that 
unwritten line or that I guess it it breaks with the unwritten code that you do not call out another NFL head coach or you just don't blast another coach like that. How you rarely hear fellow managers ripping other managers in baseball, except for when they're mad because there's, you know, some kind of a beef on the field, but you don't hear guys attacking each other. And Sean Payton didn't have to do that. There are a variety of ways that he could have expressed that it was a mess in Denver last year without explicitly pinning it on Nathaniel Hackett. Why go, why bother? So I think Sean Payton was wrong. I mean, you hear any of the chatter about Payton, you know, he has an enormous ego. That's one of the reasons why people were nervous about the whole Russell Wilson, Sean Payton thing. Will it turn into a peeing on the fire hydrant contest? But Sean Payton didn't have to say that. There was no reason to take a shot at Nathaniel Hackett. None. And so, of course, the Jets were going to carry that banner for Hackett into Denver, but they were going to do it with Aaron Rodgers. It's decidedly different when you're doing it with Zach Wilson. And and honestly, the tie isn't there anymore, right? Because it's not Rodgers who's looking for vindication against the big bad Sean Payton who dared to to speak his coach's name. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Hackett says he's had zero contact with Peyton since those quotes were published, as in none. That's really all you got out of Hackett about Sean Payton. I don't even know if they have a relationship. I have no idea if they know each other. I mean, I would assume a lot of these coaches do because they cross paths, but Peyton wasn't even in the league last year, so eh. But Robert Sala... He was asked about any lingering emotion about Sean Payton's comments about Hackett. No. Um, I said it before. In, in football terms, that was 15 years ago. Yeah. It, it was a bad look for Payton, and I think there are a lot of coaches around the league, just league people, that would say, dude, that's just bad form. No. It's rude. It's unnecessary. And, and this is a loose analogy, but I'll I'll share it. I do not take pot shots at other broadcasters. I don't criticize other broadcasters. I think it's so unprofessional. Broadcasting is a subjective business, meaning one program director, one boss, one listener could think I am the bee's knees. I don't even know what that means. I, I could think I'm the the best radio host that ever walked the face of the earth. I, I don't think anyone thinks that. But I, I, there could be one boss who thinks that and a guy that works two offices down could think I suck. I never criticize fellow broadcasters. It sounds petty. It sounds catty when you're a female. And also it's just rude. I, I don't need to. What? I criticize another broadcaster to make myself look better? It's just, it's bad form and it's unprofessional. And that's how I felt about Sean Payton. Why would you do that? It's unprofessional. And it makes you look like a jerk for calling out one of your peers. Why? To make yourself look better? I mean, seriously, you've really started out like a, like a Hall of Fame coach with the Denver Broncos, right? I mean, come on. But in terms of it being motivation for the Jets, 
that's also comical. <laughs> I mean, I would say the majority of the Jets locker room couldn't give a flying you-know-what about the, the comments that Sean Payton made about Hackett. Jay, do you think I'm off base? Because I would bet the majority of the 53-man roster and the practice squad probably doesn't even know what Sean Payton said about Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah, I don't think it's on their mind right now. I think like you were saying, if Aaron was still playing and Rodgers was there, I think he would kind of make it more of a point and be like, mm-hmm. hey, guys, like, let's rally around my guy. But oh, because Aaron's like that. He right. he wears the chip on his shoulder. And that's his guy, Nathaniel Hackett. So I think he would try to get his team to rally. But with Wilson, they're just trying to go get an offense and run a play and win a game. Hey, you missed it earlier this week because you were at the Giants-Seahawks game when Daniel Jones was sacked 11 times. Oh, yep. Sorry. I just, I want to make sure we have context, proper context. And I put out, because it was the night after, Zach Wilson nearly led the upset of the Jets over the Chiefs. And take that, Taylor Swift. And I put out there on Twitter very simply, Zach Wilson or Daniel Jones? I got quite a response. I mean, Zach Wilson right now is the flavor of the week. People are rooting for him. I don't know when he became a sympathetic figure. I think everybody else piling on Zach turned him into someone like an underdog that people would root for. So, Jay, Zach Wilson or Daniel Jones? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I just got dismissed. Jay just rolled his eyes at me. I, I mean, mean I don't, you don't think it's a legitimate question? No. I don't one costs option, a hell of a lot. That's a good point, but <laughs> one's a little better than the other, I believe. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.